Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my cute mental neuroses. Got the intro right? Okay. Well, I just got done recording one and a half podcasts. <laughs> um, I didn't have a whole lot to talk about on Nerd Vomit, so I'm just throwing up kind of a supplemental episode and I got done doing Mr. Right, which is uh, on, on episode 75, which is insane. Uh, I didn't realize I'd, I'd done that many episodes. Um, so we'll see. I mean, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out what Mr. Wright's going to do. I have about two months more worth of ideas. But after that, it's like i got to work on Kathy Hammond and Black Falls and so forth and so on. I guess the and, and Fear Agents. I mean, we've got a lot going on. And since I'm pretty much doing it all, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Fun, fun fact that you cannot see. Uh, that's behind the list you cannot see, is I finally changed the desktop on my computer. Now, this might seem like I'm just saying, I changed my socks. I'm wearing another shirt. Normally, I change my desktop, like, four times a week. Uh, and then, like, months ago, I saw this cool desktop that was a literal desktop, like an office, and I kind of reorganized everything, and that stayed on there for, like, months. Um, and then finally, I was like, I just want to have something fun in the background of my computer and changed it. So change is good as long as it's small, incremental, and doesn't impact my life whatsoever. Speaking of change that was not incremental and does affect my life, I want to say rest in peace, Stan Lee. At time of recording uh, last week, uh, the news hadn't broke yet. And I'll be talking more about this on next week's uh, Nerd Vomit as well. But the man was incredibly influential uh, in my life, starting from the age of three. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but let's just say decades. Multiple decades. So, basically, my mom used to rent the old Spider-Man cartoons to put on the uh, VCR. That gives you an idea of how old I am. Uh, the VCR to keep me occupied while she cooked dinner, did laundry, whatever, what have you. And I was immediately enamored with just Spider-Man. Now, at this point, I have no idea that, like, who Stan Lee is, that these, it's just a, a, a guy with spider powers, and he's fighting a, a green goblin, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is new and exciting and fresh. So, cut to, you know, maybe 10 years later, um, I'm getting into high school, I'm starting to kind of, you know... I've always been a huge comic book fan. Uh, most of my tattoos are comic books. Um, my first tattoo ever was a, a Spider-Man villain from the 70s called Morbius the Living Vampire. When they kind of re-updated uh, re him. When they updated him for the um, Midnight Suns crossover with Ghost Rider. So yeah, I'm kind of a nerd. But you know, I've got Neil Gaiman's ta uh, signature on my body. Look him up, he's great. But I've got a Sandman tattoo, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I'm a huge comic book fan. Was just playing the Spider-Man PlayStation game because the new downloadable content came out today. But anyway, Stanley created a pentathon, a, a, a just a, a, a cornucopia even of of characters: the X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk. I mean, Thor, the Avengers, Iron Man. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but I won't. Uh, in terms of his creations. But know that, like, we wouldn't have had Hugh Jackman, Chris Pratt, uh, 
uh, Chris Evans. Robert Downey Jr. probably might not have a career if it wasn't for Iron Man. They rolled the dice casting him. They, no one would insure him. And it, like, re-kickstarted his career the same way, like, Samuel Jackson and Travolta got their, like, reignition after Pulp Fiction. Stanley uh, created the things that made me want to create. Uh, I'm Let's go back to that high school thing. I, uh, I wanted to draw comics. That's that's what I wanted to do. I want to be the next Jim Lee, which I do not draw that well. Uh, and cut to college, and I'm an art major, and I'm walking around doing peer reviews and realizing that my style is very blocky and cartoony. Um, while I love Jim Lee, I'm more influenced by Alex Toth, Bruce Tim, and Mike Mignola, uh, who did uh, Mike Mignola did Hellboy. Um, Bruce Tim did all of the DC animated stuff, very angular, very block shading. It's, it's my style, very kind of, very cartoony, uh, but like stark cartoons. Anyway, um, I realized that I'm never going to be able to draw like Jay Lee or Jim Lee or anyone else, uh, that I really looked up to. And I went, well, if I can't draw what's in my head, I can describe it with words, and I end up getting my degree in English with a focus on creative writing. And I want to write comics, and I submit stuff to uh, Marvel and DC. I get rejected. I have their rejection letters. They're a badge of pride. It kind of was like, yes, I'm kind of an official writer. Um, it was kind of a rite of passage. Uh, and I ended up, you know, DC ended up saying, no, we aren't going to accept your, you know, submission because we've got this one, this character, John Constantine, who's now on DC, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. He's had a movie, which less of the better. He had a fantastic one season show, uh, the animated Justice League Dark. I could keep going. Don't worry about it. I ended up taking that, that submission idea and kind of changing it around to result in my first novel. Um, and this, you're probably wondering, Doug, this is a huge, scary tangent. Where, where is this going? This is going right here. Without Stan Lee, without the influence of that, of just that singular comp creator, of that creative giant, I would have never had the path that I just babbled on about. I would have never written my first novel. I never would have submitted things to Marvel or DC. Now, given I came into comics at a time where they were becoming more sophisticated and more mature, they weren't just for kids and dullards or brain damage cases. Um, the end up with stuff like Sandman, Trans Transmetropolitan, The Invisibles, um, more modern, a saga. The ripple effect of Stan Lee's life is felt the world over. And there are there truly aren't any words to describe how I felt when I heard that he had died. I mean, it was one of those big deaths that hit me, like Hunter S. Thompson, uh, David Bowie, where it's just like, I I can't imagine the world without this person. Like, I, I know the inevitability of death. I know that he was 95. I know he lived a great life. I know he got to play a DJ in a strip club in Deadpool. But rest in peace, Stanley Excelsior, you will always, always be remembered and always, uh, n and never be forgotten. Uh, I mean, it, it's, I, I'm still, I, I'm not getting like choked up, but I'm still, there's, there's a weight, uh, 
you know, on my chest when I when I think about that man is gone and what he did for my life. And I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. I know that because there are millions of comic book fans. I know that because Avengers makes billions of dollars. I know because Sony won't give up Spider-Man because they make him a lot of money because a lot of people will buy the merchandise. A lot of people will go see the movies. They'll play the games. I'm one of them. And this is all stuff he created. You just thought of got spider powers. Anyway. <sighs> Massive fire of doing. God, what a great segue, Doug. Uh, there's almost no list. I really just punched it in the ass right up right up the old butthole yes uh, last week. And really I've only got one more thing on my to-do list, which is to do uh, to check out some stuff on Audio Jungle. It's a website that someone um a royalty-free music site that someone kind of pitched at me for the Kathy Hammond uh, theme song because you can actually search by mood. Um, so as opposed to me struggling using two different garage bands, one on my computer and one on my phone, and just it being a giant uh, pain in my ass, uh, I'm, I'm going to check out Audio Jungle. Now, will I find what I want? Eh, probably not. But if I can find something close, I'd be fine with that. Um, that or I'll just keep working on the giant pain in my ass theme on my own. Um, speaking of working on stuff, I f uh, fear uh, the the weird psychic abscess uh, piece I talked about last week. I got about 80% of it done, and I, I'm, I'll probably post a picture of it either in its entirety when I probably finish it on Thursday. Uh, oh, that's fucking Thanksgiving. Shit. Fuck. Um, okay, I might post a, uh, you know, near-completed version of it, uh, this week. Um, but it's, I, I love it. It's, uh, it's not as, like, overtly psychedelic. It just, it's very me in terms of working with negative space, background elements, um, and making it look, like, weird. Just fucking weird. Um, it looks like something that you would see, like, in an old PC game like Mist, like that's what it kind of reminds me of, with like you know a personal twist on on the art. But it looks like something out of an old video game, which is really cool, I, I think. Uh, and I'll, I'll post that later. But I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, the next one's gonna be pretty straightforward. It's a bunch of like like rogue soldiers in like a bombed out site. Um, so it won't really take me that much. Um, there'll be a lot of little elements, but it, it won't be as fun as the last couple that have been, like, highly creative, and let's think outside the box on them. And lastly, on the list you cannot see, Deb update. So, I texted her, and I said, how are you, like, just checking in? And she's like, you know, death in the family, family's a mess, and I'm like, yeah, but how are you? Like, I know, you know, I, I've survived, like I said last week, like, three grandparents dying in one year. I know what that does to a family. Uh, at least one death. Three was... Oof. Magoof. Rough. Roof. So, but I was like, how are you? And she texted me back, and she was asking me about recording schedules out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, I could probably make, you know, a different day work and figure it out. And she said she was considering that, which I thought was a good sign. Um, that, you know, she's kind of looking to get, you know, back into the, you know, at least recording I said, well, you know, I have, I have many options to offer you, and I just want to sit down and talk to you. And really, the options are, like, do you want to sign this and be free of the network? Do you want to sign this and be kept on as, like, a once-a-month 
creative consultant for a, you know, a decreased amount of equity? Or do you want to stay in as is? And we kind of figure it out, you know, on a, you know, kind of day by day basis, you know, take it a week at a time, a quarter mile at a time, uh, family. So I don't know. Um, she was like, no, hard no. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm confused because you're talking to me about recording schedules, but then you don't want to look over contract negotiation, which isn't that intense. Like it really, it, it sounds intense when I say contract negotiation, but the contracts are literally one page and I go, look, do you want out or do you want to have like a toe in the water? That's it. Or do you want to keep it as is? You know, it's like you're in like the, the three foot deep section. You're in the, the kitty section, you know, not completely submerged, but you know, not even like treading water. So what a weird pull analogy, Doug. But I, I realized something that for the last like, you know, six weeks, like I've been doing all of this on my own and, you know, maybe months, maybe over a year ago, I had talked to Deb and I said, what if I moved out of, out of state? What would happen? Would, you know, we do this over the phone? Would we Skype in for a podcast? What, what would happen? And she goes, we dissolve the company, which sounds weirdly enough, like a, a pre-Vatican II Doug, like, oh, something's changing, blow it up. But I realized that if she wants out or if we, you know, if it's a creative consultant thing and I'm only sending her like pictures and, and you know, talking to her on the phone, this entire company becomes mobile. That I can move out of state and the network will keep going. I can explore new avenues. I just got done recording an episode called A Whole New World for Mr. Wright, and the song's in my head, so not going to sing it, but I want to. So know that that didn't happen. You're welcome. But, that, you know, the last six weeks, yeah, have been stressful, but I've acclimated, and I'm doing fine on my own. Um, and that's not to say that I want her out, or, you know, like a fuck you to her or anyone else. It's just a matter of, like, Six weeks ago, I was flipping out because I'm like, I don't know if I can get this all done. I don't know if I have the time. And then I was like, hey, okay, build a schedule. Monday, you do this. Tuesday, you do this. Blah, 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 blah. Broke it down almost like a, a uh, an outline for my life, which sounds depressing, but isn't because I love outlines. And once I kind of figured out the time management, which from very early on episodes, I'm kind of terrible with, I went, oh, this is how to make it work. And I acclimated to it. And everything's going fine. I mean, yeah, it takes me an extra week sometimes to get a fear agent's illustration done, you know, as opposed to trying to get it done it all one day. I might take two days across, you know, a week. But whatever. I get it done. Um, you know, I knock them out. Uh, I work on Kathy Hammond. I didn't write a uh, commercial this, this uh, last weekend, but I had to write another contract thing for this company that I'm working for. Um, and I had to write down this idea, um, for a girl, for a podcast. It's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into it. It's way too early to even talk about that. But, you know, I'm doing fun on my own and it's an emboldening feeling, an empowering feeling. I totally get how ladies felt burning their bras. I get it. I totes get the whole, the, the thing. So fuck yeah, feminism or something. That was a weird one, uh, and on that note, I'm going to go and get more stuff done, because that's how this works. 
So from DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses empowered. Like, hear me, I, I am podcaster. Hear me roar. Good night, Internet Edition. Good night, Internet. Okay, I just, I'm... <sighs> if you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.